Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Darren, and with me I have the boys, Justin. I can officially push my own weight now. Deontay? I, I can't. Cameron? I, too, cannot push my own weight. I just be pushing P. P. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, sir. All right. <laughs> so... This episode, we will talk about the the new news coming from the Microsoft uh, Activision Blizzard acquisitions. Uh, Last of Us 2, I guess, because Cameron knows things. Um, me and Cam had a chance to try out a couple games the other day. Shout out Team 17. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, little impressions from Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis and Fable News. So, Cam... Just to knock it out, what the fuck is going on with Last of Us 2? So, um, I guess the guy that did the music for um, the game, I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, I don't remember his name, but... Um, awesome. He po- he posted um, something on Twitter um, saying that the game is getting uh, re-released um, as like a PS5 version. Um, and I guess he was like a non, he was actually in the game. He had a cameo in the game. Um, this guy that plays a guitar in, uh, uh, what's the town? What's the name of the town in from Last of Us 2? You ja- had ja- so much time. Is it? Is it- <laughs> I, I didn't look it. I didn't look it up. This is that, all going yeah. off of memory. Yeah. I think it's Jackson. Maybe. And, anyway, um, <laughs> So he's he's in The Last of Us 2. Um, he plays a, a guitar. And uh, he's saying that his in this, this re-release that's coming out, his character is going to be more expanded upon. Uh, and, cool. then he, and then he deleted everything. <laughs> and think, then I, he deleted everything. I think he was supposed to say shit, clearly. Tends to be the trend of things. Yeah. So I, I guess we're I guess we're getting a PS5 version PS5 version of The Last of Us 2, similar to how we kind of got Death Stranding a little bit later down the line, and then also uh, uh, it's it's composer Gustavo, Gustavo definitive Santa editions. Yeah, la, la, exactly. la, la, la. Santa Santa uh, yeah the the series composer is Gustavo Santo Alaya Alaya yeah Santo Santo. Santa Olaya. Yeah. Got I think it. I got that right. Thank you cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Cameron, I guess. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> I told you it was short. That shit was sounding like our first episode for a second. Bro, he was like, yeah, this guy. Don't remember his name. It's <laughs> supposed to be at this place. I don't remember the place. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Granted, I, got, I, got, I, I got the important parts, okay? <laughs> new, lo- new Last of Us game coming out. <laughs> there, you, there you go. <laughs> Dope. Well, switching over to Microsoft news. So, at this point, the FTC versus uh, Microsoft court hearing has concluded. Um, Microsoft pretty much winning. FTC, the FTC has tried to appeal that decision. It seems like all of that is falling through and more more than likely within the next day or two, we're going to get the official announcement that Microsoft has acquired them officially. Um, and with this, 
Microsoft and PlayStation have come to an agreement that Call of Duty will stay, will remain on PlayStation, since that's the biggest thing. Every it seems like that was the biggest thing PlayStation was complaining about. Be like, but if we lose Call of Duty, we lose all the money. Right. So, anybody who's complaining about that, hooray, hooray for all of you. I'm I'm just happy this is finally over. That is finally concluding. Needed that. I'm a okay seeing Microsoft get this dub. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Like I, my 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 biggest thing right now is I just need PlayStation to stop to just to just get over it and say, "All right, you guys can put Game Pass on PlayStation." I'm just saying. <laughs> you know that's not gonna. It's happen. not. It's not. You know that's not gonna it's happen. It's not. They've already. I think Jim Ryan's lot. already said that that won't happen. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. But what I'm they, saying is, if we just let's just all play nice, Microsoft get does they Microsoft bag, want it? Does Microsoft want to get to get Game Pass onto other systems? They do. Okay, bro. the The biggest thing at the end of the day is Game Pass for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you have Game Pass, doesn't matter how you're. They don't care if you get an Xbox. You got a PC, cool. You got a Samsung TV, cool. <laughs> you got X Cloud, all right. You have Game Pass, you're in the ecosystem, and that's the biggest thing for them. Mm-hmm. So, with all these game, these Activision Blizzard games that will now eventually just be coming out on Game Pass, it's a win. I am always still curious on how the contracts for that works. On, like, how these developers are getting money from... From Game Pass, but I, I'm assuming it's the same way that they track analytics for like Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just like, okay, yeah. how many downloads is this is this game getting? Like, how many streams right. is this show getting on Netflix? Stuff like that. Let's hope they're paying the creators more than the the actors and residuals. Right. I don't know right. if you saw the uh, one of the girls from uh, Orange Is the New Black made a TikTok uh, and showed her residual check from being in Orange is the New Black, and she was in several seasons. Bro, it was Who like was a it? 20... She played... Uh, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, she was the Asian girl who was Pusey's girlfriend oh, in the later yeah. seasons. Oh, yeah. She right? was cool. I liked her. Yeah, she, her, she got a check for like $27, dude. And it listed hella episodes, hella appearances, and it was like what the one fuck? cent per appearance and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's part, that's that's a contract thing though. That's this is, part of the reason. This is why, why this strike is going yeah, on. Yeah, the right strike now. is going on right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Writers, for streaming actors, is, is because so I thought it was just the writers on on strike. No, actors the fucking well. actors uh-huh. just went on strike. Uh, this um. Week. I believe it was Bob Iger that had, um, I guess, a plan that they're trying to do going forward is, like, the actors will come in for, like, one session, mm-hmm. pay them for that one session, and then the rest will be taken over um, with using AI and all that shit to fill in the rest. Bob Iger has been on some bullshit this oh. week. And that it's, that is unrealistic uh, for the compensation that these people are asking for when he just got a bonus... Uh, hit that you know those special CEO bonuses. I think yeah. he signed on for another six-year contract. And oh yeah. So it's just like, oh, people are being unreasonable while you're making literally all the money. Millions, right. Lit- millions, millions, millions. 
Yo, he tried to blame the failure of uh, Indiana Jones and uh, the Element the Elementals movie. Elementals, okay. He tried to blame that on Marvel, saturating the market. And those were two movies where I had to sit back and be all like, wait, you guys didn't promote those worth a damn, though. Nah. I heard Elementals. Elementals. I heard it's hella good. I heard Elementals is one of the best uh, Pixar movies as of late. uh, Really? I honestly haven't heard anything about it. I I knew it was out. One trailer? Yeah. I I didn't even know it was out. See, that's the thing. I think I saw a trailer. You saw a trailer a while ago, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Indiana Jones. I fucking didn't even know that shit was dropping until I drove past a poster in San Francisco. I knew more about Indiana Jones than I knew Elementals. I I saw it on TV at the gym. (laughs) 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 That's that's how you know. I wasn't going to see that shit otherwise. I saw that shit at the TV at the gym. But yeah, a lot of people aren't understanding just even the base level of the strike. And, you know, that's that's not our show, so we're not going to go deep into that. But Mm. I I, I will say... It is because we know voice actors. We, we do know, know people voice that actors, do right? this shit. So, at the end of the day, all this stuff affects people that we know, yeah, and that we know that. deserves fair compensation for so, this hard work that they put in. For the mm-hmm. for the meantime, that means while the strike is going on, that includes any type of work, promotional work, um, fucking conventions, interviews, podcast appearances, all of that shit is no go right now. So mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people are walking out of the premiere of Oppenheimer is because being there counts as promotional work. Wow. Oh, yeah. Word I know uh, Chris Nolan said that um, I know that after this, that they're delaying plans on whatever his next project is until mm-hmm. everything is taking place. Yeah. I want to go see Oppenheimer at the the IMAX. I, the one of the only true IMAX theaters is in San Francisco. There's one in San Francisco and another one in Dublin, and all the rest are sort of like fake IMAX, from what I heard. Ooh, so, if you yes. to, so I want to try it. They said that's the the best way to watch that movie, and specifically. So, what am I going to do? I'm gonna find Barbie. a true IMAX to go see Barbie. <laughs> 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 I'm not watching that movie. I'm gonna watch that movie extra. Oh, the fuck out of that movie. I am unironically very excited about that movie. I still say it every time. I'm actually really want to see it. That Nicki Minaj and I Spice soundtrack for that movie is kind of a banger. I'm not even gonna front. <laughs> Amen. All I know is this um, movie is, is gonna be fire. <laughs> oh, Pacific Rim IMAX was amazing. Um, Pacific Rim. Oh, okay. So oh, oh, I love Pacific that, Rim. That, that true, that true IMAX. Oh, yeah. Real oh, yeah. quick, uh, the new Ninja Turtle Ninja Turtles movie that's coming out. The voice actor, you know, all the voice actors for the uh, turtles are actually that shit is stacked. They're they're actually kids, right? For the for the turtles, that's why um, I think it's Donnie sounds super young. Because he is super young. Um, the voice actor who played Leo posted on his IG. He was all like, so uh, the Screen Actors Guild might be going on strike tomorrow. Um, which means I can't promote anything for the movie. So just in case, he promoted and he's, his next video was a picture of Leonardo. And the uh, caption said, Leo hates pigs. Uh <laughs> And it was like, uh, I think it had like a 
cop badge crossed out or something like that and it had some punk music playing in the background and he had to take it down of course but of course everybody was all like all right um this child is our life now (laughs) 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 all right and so okay so looking more into the sony microsoft call of duty deal so this is from Tom Warren at The Verge. Sony has agreed to a 10-year deal of, for Call of Duty with Microsoft to keep the franchise on PlayStation after the proposed Activision Blizzard act, uh, acquisition. Uh, Phil Spencer says Sony and Microsoft have agreed to a binding agreement to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. This ends a bitter battle between the companies that have been waged both privately and publicly over the past year after Microsoft announced the proposed acquisition. So, so it still is the 10-year thing. Uh, while Microsoft's initial announcement doesn't mention 10 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, Kerry Perez, head of global communications at uh, Xbox, confirmed that the 10-year commitment uh, to the uh, to the Verge. Uh, Perez later confirmed that the that Call of Duty wait the Verge language is weird. Uh, <laughs> that makes the de- that makes the deal similar to a 10-year agreement between Microsoft and Nintendo but not the various deals Microsoft has struck with NVIDIA and other cloud gaming platforms to bring Call of Duty to other Xbox Activision games to rival services. So with the, with a lot of the stuff they were talking about during the court cases that they want to bring Activision, a lot more Activision games to, um, to Nintendo, to Switch and all that, because Call of Duty has been missing from there. Honestly, makes sense why it should, because Call of Duty doesn't need to be on the Switch. Mm-hmm. If you have to fucking have a 200 gigabyte install on anything else in general to play call of duty i think that will make the switch explode but (laughs) it is what it is put call of duty mobile on the fucking switch i was gonna say (laughs) give one of those small teams a a chance to make a a call it or switch exclusive call of duty to give people something to shoot at handheld the mobile game is actually really good dog yeah i played that at launch it was fun yeah it's good Mm-hmm. Like I could see it because on Wii U they had ported over um, a couple Call of Duties onto the Wii U, but also it was the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> so things have changed since those days. But glad yeah, we're I remember getting some Call of Duty headway. on the Wii with the attachment for the Joy-Con. That shit was the, <laughs> the gun right. attachment for the Joy-Con with the trigger in the front. Mm-hmm. That was so weird. <laughs> And then, speaking of uh, mobile games to transition, um, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. So, uh, I was able to get into the beta for that, and sorely disappointed. (laughs) Sorely disappointed on it. So, Ever Crisis, if you guys have seen the trailers for it, looks like uh, a different way that they'll be rolling out different chapters of Final Fantasy VII's story. Um, in a mobile game setting and as far as what it is gameplay wise it's it's pretty solid um uh atb bars you have three different attacks that you're able to just kind of just select and uh choose through so you'll have your regular um like as the atb bar is charging cloud will just do just standard attacks like ff14 style stuff where it's like you're in a fight you're just going to be doing default attacks uh, but then you have you can use uh, switch out different magic so cure thunder um, when a cloud special moves. Um, I did the bombing uh, the bombing mission. Uh, so when you go through the first reactor and everything like that, fight the spider tank. Uh, 
and they allow you to have Baird in your party and you can't control him, but you're able to activate limit breaks um, separately for each character. Um, and it's pretty much a streamlined version of the story. So we've all played Final Fantasy VII Remake. It starts off exactly like that. It kind of zooms in, chibi characters as far as the overworld stuff. But it uh, streamlines the story. So instead of you having to run through the reactor and everything like that, it's just like, okay, you're here. Now you're here. Now we're going here. So... Like, after you beat the spider tank and arm the bomb, you don't have to run through the reactor to escape while the timer's going down. So, it's it's streamlining the story process, so at least you're getting the base, um, the base story out of the way. But the disappointing part is once you reach the menu after the first mission, <laughs> to see, holy shit, this is a gotcha-ass gotcha game. First thing they show you is here's this advertisement for Cloud in this cool samurai outfit with these with the Masamune. Look at that. This is this is don't you want this Cloud in this cool outfit? Oh, look at Barrett and his cool other gun. Go ahead and hit this tin roll for an asinine amount of weapons that you probably aren't going to use. The menu is kind of weird and not not user friendly when you go through the different weapons. It's, you just see hella different icons. It's not like they're organized in any specific way you see the different rarities and everything like that and just just seeing that it's a gotcha game that just completely brought down my interest because it's like any other any other gotcha so think fire emblem heroes fucking uh dragalia lost while that was going on just any just any of these gotchas yeah uh, i hate gotcha with yeah the weapons being the gotcha pools is lame <laughs> So I'm not sure how they're going to keep you in that loop for the game. Because it doesn't, like, it feels like you don't need to do the pulls or anything like that. But of course, naturally, with the gacha game, since they're weapons, you're going to want to consistently try pulling. So you get stronger weapons and everything as you go along. Get the different outfits and everything. It's like, oh, here's this little extra something. But after I finished that first chapter, I was like, I'm, I, I think I've seen all I need to for this game. And that explains why it's not on Switch. Because mm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. every single trailer, every single time we saw that game, we're like, why isn't this on Switch? And after seeing that main menu, this is why. It just has that mobile game just aura about it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, as a, as a game, it's pretty solid. Like, I'm not going to rag on the game itself, but just introducing gotcha mechanics into something like final fantasy 7 i'm like i don't i don't care for this it doesn't have controller support or anything like that so you're just going to be using the touchscreen to to navigate and everything like that which isn't too bad because it's not like you're running around too much anyway uh but yeah it just just definitely brought down interest so as far as this being a continuous thing since they are going to be going through the different chapters of seven i'm curious to see how they stretch that out especially how quickly the first soldier died (laughs) i just hope they don't lean they're not putting all their eggs in this in the basket for this final (laughs) fantasy 7 inclusion so right so quick little something on that you think you'll still get it when it comes out No. no i don't like the beta was all I needed to really, um, to really check it out. Cause how it introduce it like it's cool how it introduces the game. Cause like the first battle, it's Cloud versus Sephiroth. 
And so it's just instantly, I'm just like, oh, one-winged angel players? Oh, we're doing this? Okay. And so it's, a, it's one of those scripted fights. You fight Sephiroth a bit. He hits you with some powerful-ass magic. Cloud goes down. And then Zack out of nowhere comes in and you swap over to the Zack. And now you're fighting Sephiroth the Zack and everything like that. I'm like, oh, okay. This is kind of cool. But just showing more of that Final Fantasy VII universe there. Really building up, especially with Rebirth on the way, so. I don't know. Final Fantasy VII fans will definitely enjoy it for what it is, but if you're not into gacha games, this probably won't be the move. So. Uh, when I was talking to Hawkins about it, uh, he said that he had tried it out at Summer Game Fest, but it stopped before you got to the main menu, so nobody got to see the gotcha aspects then, mm-hmm. when everybody's reporting on it. So now that the beta's out, I'm like, well, <laughs> time to go in. So yeah, Ever Crisis, Final Fest, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think, uh, wait, who'd you, who else did you say uh, was able to play it? Because I know I signed up for it, but wasn't able to. Um, I don't know if any of the boys had a chance to try it out, but not y'all didn't y'all didn't miss too much. <laughs> didn't miss anything. <laughs> it's just it's another gotcha game. So if you want to add that to a gotcha rotation, if you care enough, by all means. Um, would you say for a gotcha player, like it's a it would be a good time for like you know someone that was into that kind of genre. No, personally, as far as the gotcha aspect, because it's just weapons. Oh, it's only weapons? It's weapons and I think outfits. Like, I think oh. if you get a, like, if I had a rolled on, uh, if I had a rolled and I had gotten the, um, the katana that Cloud used um, for mm. that samurai looking outfit, like, I'm mm. assuming that if I had gotten that weapon, I would have also gotten the outfit. Because there was oh, okay. no, like, outfit sw- swaps for anybody else I saw. Because when you, you know, when you, um, on a gacha game, when you go into the store, it'll do that quick little, hey, here's this cutscene for these characters and all that. Mm. So it's so Cloud in that outfit, and it showed Barrett with another weapon. So you're like, these are the, those are the high rolls of these right now. Oh, okay, okay. So, but story-wise, it's broken down by parts. So, like the first one, bombing mission, obviously. Um, The next one would, go ahead. If it didn't have the gacha aspect to it, uh do you think it'd be do you think it'd be a good game i think it would be more attractive um mm. it not having controller support kind of throws things off because you know like it's not it's not too bad because it's still simple relative it relatively because combat wise it's just click 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 right. and then it's just when you're moving around in the overworld that's the only time you're really using the touchpad to move mm. or the touchscreen but it's it's cool it's cool for what it is because i like the art style that they do for the um characters as they were doing the dialogue like that's that's cool art style the little chibi versions that they have for the overworld um versions of them mm-hmm. they're they're also unique to ever crisis and i'm like okay i i like the designs for it but i just don't for me, you already know for me i'm not a mobile game player in general so yeah. it was never something i felt i would have stuck with at all oh, okay. and now seeing that it is it has that gotcha element that just attracts me even more from something right. I was already kind of on the fence on if I was going to play. Right. So it's like, I like my Final Fantasy, but it's still a fucking mobile game, and I'm not going to push myself to play something I know I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, like, once it comes out, I would recommend everybody give it a try to see how they like it. Um, but if you're not into gotcha games and you don't care about this shit, I'm pretty sure that it 
that even that won't exactly mess with the game but i'm curious on what they do when they expand into like the crisis core aspect of ever crisis if they go advent because remember they're doing everything so that was advent oh because they were going through the story of advent children crisis core um i think they put before crisis like just the different chapters of seven in general yeah so did the graphics stay consistent throughout each experience i guess or each game Hmm. i don't know (laughs) because the the start of it was the start of seven remake like the music's the same clouds on the clouds on the train um pulling up to the station you see the two shinra guards get taken out by um by biggs and jesse then barrett comes out i think it's probably my phone wasn't as good isn't as good as it probably could be because like as the cutscenes are going on like it's the opening cutscene of the of the bombing mission and then what about when gameplay starts then what does it switch to then it switches to the um ever crisis style um, of like the character designs and all that and like as the cutscenes going on the music's playing like the music would cut here and there and you could see the like the here and there stutters of of a phone because i'm like this is a ps4 cutscene to be fair because everything like it looked good like they pretty much just went put it near (laughs) so (laughs) port yeah so i don't know it's gonna be interesting but them turning it into a gacha game is is a choice but it's not a surprising one considering like near reincarnation that's a gacha game Mm -hmm. just disguised as you know anyone that stuck with that I had to go watch a YouTube video for story and stuff. Because <laughs> even, like, I know... Did Juwan her... get it? Mm-mm. I don't, I don't think... Like I said, I think I'm the only one out of out of us that got um, that got in on it, so... No, I got it, too. Oh, Wait. oh, you're talking about... Sorry, you're talking about the mobile <laughs> game. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry you're sorry, talking sorry, about Nier, right? I was talking about Nier, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I don't think so. Once again, it's... When you throw these cool series that we enjoy on mobile, it turn it turns it into something else. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. like near is we we love near so much. The music's good, but yeah, it's not as good as Automata or Replicant. It's not it's not an actual near game per se. Because everything like on that's also a turn based game um, compared. So seven is fine because. Even though Seven Remake is an action game, at the end of the day, Seven was turn-based, and you can easily do that with ATB bars. That's not a problem. So, uh, dabbled in reincarnation when it first came out, but yeah, mobile. Oh, and plus peak fourteen days. Yeah, we weren't messing no fucking mobile game. <laughs> Mm-mm. Bless anybody who sticks consistently with the mobile games, because I am not it. Yeah, it's such a I huge don't... market, and I like. I know they're I trying to how. get on. The closest I did was Yu-Gi-Oh, honestly, and that's just because I can play it on other shit too. But I logged oh yeah, Master Duel is of, that's a difference. Yeah, Master Duel that's that that's that shit that's crack. I logged Master in Duel's a crack. lot of hours on Master Duel Mobile. What's the game yeah, that Fate plays? Um, not Brave Exvius, uh, Opera Omnia. Mm. Uh, yeah, Decide Opera Omnia. Shout out to Fade for doing that. Couldn't be me. <laughs> hey, hey, he has he has a following for that too. There's people that come through just to watch him roll. Mm-hmm. These gotcha games, they they do it. And there's a reason why Square stays consistent with it. Between that and Brave Exvius, they actually do a pretty good job of keeping those games up to date. So if you if you like them, hey, they're there. 
Um, but yeah, so, what's that? Um, Cam, you mentioned it. Go on, let's see how much information you got on this. <laughs> Which one? There's two things see, in there. So you just put the Fables uh, lead narrative um, oh, yeah. lead left. I'm ready for this. Okay. I want to highlight in our in our notes he he misspelled fable and lead. <laughs> both of those on he's, he's British. Notes. It's okay. So um, the fable uh, narrative lead, um, who goes by the name of Anna uh, McGill, has announced that she will be leaving Playground Games in August. Um, she mentioned that a heroically talented team will continue working on the much anticipated uh, reboot. Um, she became the narrative lead in July uh, 2022, um, and she's been with Playground Games since February 2021. Two years. Hmm. Yeah, so she wasn't there for that long. She said that working on Fable has been a dream come true for her, and she had nothing but positive things to say um, as she announced her departure. Do you know? Do, do we know why she's leaving? They won't give us those reasons. No. That's not something they will put out there. We got to find this shit out in a fucking documentary five, ten years down the line or some shit. Right. Uh-huh. Or we'll see. Like, remember when we talked about these a long time ago? Shit. No, all we'll see within the next couple of weeks is, is her name pop up? Now working here. <laughs> right. Just yeah, different yeah, opportunities. Yeah. Opportunity swap, so. I guess people um, on, people online were, were um, thinking that her leaving meant that something bad was happening with the company or something bad happening with the game and so she responded to that too and she said some folks are being silly so let me clear i I reached a good stopping point to jump off the project so i did and i decided to take a small break before jumping into my next gig that's it i have nothing but fondness and respect for playground and my colleagues there it doesn't always have to be a nasty breakup for someone to That's leave. That's true. It doesn't have. I mean, it's just it's just that it's so much. You, it's like a, a lot of the times when we hear about it, it usually is. Well, like you know, we don't really hear too many times about good breakups. Like usually, it's always like the bad. Larry one. Herb, Major Nelson j- just announced that he's leaving Microsoft after twenty years. So. Yes, Larry Herb, Major Nelson. Is he retiring Ma- or is he going somewhere else? J- career switch the same thing's gonna take some time before but yeah 20 years being aside from phil spencer he was the face of microsoft he was the face of xbox yeah he's been the face before phil became phil really yeah like Like he's he's been that guy he's been around since the original who was the uh guy before phil because larry was taking him on the chin for him for years bro oh (laughs) the dickhead who was who Pretty much burned Xbox One before it even came out. Yeah, Larry was Man. taking him on the chin for that guy, bro. That shit was crazy. Major Nelson had to go through some early Xbox One years. Man! And, Man, like, yeah. they understood. They needed a Reggie. And for all intents and purposes, he was that Reggie. It's just, you know, Xbox was suffering at the time. Um, No... <laughs> I feel like Major Nelson. What was the uh, what was dude? What was uh, the dude for PlayStation back in the tweet in the PS3 era? I know exactly who you're talking about. You know exactly who you, Don Ma- Don Maddock. That was that was the dude before Phil Spencer. Yes, Don sucked. Mm-hmm. Bad. <laughs> Did bad things for Microsoft. That motherfucker can get um, elbow dropped real quick. Yeah. So glad Phil Spencer came in and took things over. Where was Phil jab. before before Microsoft? Do you guys know? I know he worked he's, under. 
uh, yeah, he was he was at Microsoft for uh, a long time. It's just once he became the head of Xbox, that's when we started seeing the shift and mm. bringing back to the forefront of like, a we're making the we want. It kind of we, feels we like we want you to play video games. We want you to have fun. When we want... shit was failing and stuff, they just kind of looked around the office and they're like, "Hey, you know who <laughs> likes video games? Hey, <laughs> Phil over there. Phil's just sipping his coffee. He's like, huh." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, were we finally ready to have fun? <laughs> yeah, so thank you for all your long years of service, Major Nelson. You, you goat. Can't see me now, but I'm saluting. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, so this one's more on sadder news. of, of it's, 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 It affects things, but um, I believe one of the, one of the leads for... Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2 also recently. Before I say that, let me let me look up his name. While you're bringing that up, a little sidebar, a little filler while you do some research. In Marvel news, I'm pretty sure some of you have heard about Miss Marvel and the comics being uh, unceremoniously killed off in a Spider-Man comic. I heard about that. That happened a while back. That was weird. So this was to bring to backdoor basically reveal that she is not an inhuman and she is in fact a mutant and to my understanding they use the the technique on Krakoa that they're using to revive mutants to revive her as well so she's coming back in her new series as a member of the X-Men uh, oh shit nice but the good thing about this the only real positive side that I see about this run is that Iman Villani, who played Miss Marvel in the show, is co-writing or co-writing, co-writing this run. Oh, that's dope. She's yeah. right. The girl who played Miss Marvel is yes. co- what? That Uber fan? Oh, she's that happy. Uber fan. That cool. Uber fan. Yes. Yeah, so I, she I feel is like Kamala Khan, like the, manifest the character's in good so. hands. Nobody's gonna treat the character better than like. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, didn't the they creator. didn't they reveal that she was a mutant in that show? Yeah. Remember that? I mean, fucking spoilers, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's safe at this point. That shit came but, out a long okay, time to ago. To be fair, though, to be fair, the only reason the Inhumans exist is because they couldn't use mutants for a long time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Inhumans were there, but the only reason they had that big Inhuman uh, insurgence was because Fox owned the mutants. So in the uh, comics, they're all like, let's just replace all of our mutant stories with inhuman stories. Mm-hmm. So they tried for that push. Since Disney bought uh, Fox back, or since, oh, since Disney bought Fox, they got the rights to the mutants back. And they're all like, like, okay, now we can just all readjust in. and make. So yep, apparently, the original concept for Miss Marvel was to be a mutant before mm-hmm. the inhumans push. Before that Terrigan gas hit? Yeah. <laughs> So we're not straying too far off from her original uh, conception. All right. And so um, Beyond Good and Evil 2 creative director Emil Morel uh, passed at 40. Oh, man. Oh, shit. So this was back from July 7th um, from Wesley LeBlanc over at Game Informer. Yeah, Emil uh, Morel, the creative director of Ubisoft's uh, in development Beyond Good and Evil 2 died yesterday at 40. IGN first reported on the announcement yesterday after spotting tributes to morale on LinkedIn. Um, Ubisoft uh, Montpellier, the primary Ubisoft studio leading developments, um, released a statement. 
It is with heavy heart that we share the sudden passing of our of our friend and colleague uh, Emil. We send our deepest condolences to his family, friends, and teammates all over the world. We would like to take a moment to acknowledge the significant impact he made over the years on different games that made the rich history of our studio. For us, Emil was a close friend and boundless source of positive energy. We all valued his passion and the way he told stories. We will never forget Emil and his immense contribution to Beyond Good and Evil 2's universe uh, will forever endure. True freedom lies beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, rest in peace. Major major player there. And we're never getting this game. Mm-mm. Like, there's not, not even on no jokey, haha, we're not getting that. We're just... Uh, somebody major like him, um, untiming passing, like that's it's unfortunate. And you know, for a game that's been in the development that has been, eh. I mean, but don't don't you think they'd want to push out the game purely like kind of like in memory of, like you know, since he did kind of put so much into the game, like kind of like stopping stopping it right now would essentially. Be it's like, not that I don't believe that they've ever stopped. It's just a matter of. It depends on where they are and how the crew is feeling about it. You know what I mean? Because certain times it's like, let's keep on in memory. And certain times it's like, we can't continue without this person. So like, just off the cuff example, (laughs) just because it's on the top of my head. The old show Bear in the Big Blue House, I found out, ended because the voice of the moon passed away. Oh wow! Yeah, and everyone was like, "We're we're not doing the show anymore. We can't do it without this person." So, like, I I understand that sentiment. You know what I mean? Um, but also another thing that plays into it was how far along were they? Were were was this person key to moving uh, things forward? for release is this a role that can be aside from whether it should be is this a role that can be filled at this point mm-hmm. um so we don't know that yet so Ooh. i love the first game so much go back and play the first one if you haven't played it already it's a very good game i don't think i've ever played it i know i haven't yeah it's really good but also, I don't want to play because then if I really like it, then I'm going to be extra sad. Right. <laughs> um, and so, uh, switch on to things. So, uh, this past Thursday, uh, me and Cam went out um, and had a chance to try out some games from um, friends over at Team 17. Shouts out to y'all. Thank you. Uh, let me... Let me get proper names so I can shout you guys out properly. Uh, shout out Abe Foster and Rebecca Nicole. Pre- appreciate you guys. You too, Scott Fry. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank um, you. Got to try out a couple games that are coming out soon. Um, major one, Blasphemous 2. Uh, we got an interview that will be out tomorrow for you guys to listen to. But brief, brief impressions from Blasphemous 2. Uh, for anybody who played the first one, um pretty hard game controls kind of stiff everything that they had complaints that they got complaints about from the first game they have fixed with the second um cam you were playing the good majority um of the demo that we were trying how as far as game view how how did you enjoy it sir because i enjoyed the hell of it from the little time i played 
Yeah, I really liked it. So I feel like I did a lot of uh, like more combat and then you did a slightly more platforming than I got a chance to do. Um, but yeah, no, it feels really good. The controls are super snappy. The animations are fucking brutal and gross in the best way. Um, it, it's, it's, just a, it's just a really good game. Um, it seems like this time around, they, they're leaning more into um, the, the Metroidvania style, which they sort of talked to us about in their interview as well. So they've sort of gone full-blown with that. Um, when you start off the game, you get to choose a weapon um and so there's oh like, you got to choose yeah i got to choose there's like three or okay, four different weapons at the beginning got it and so you get to choose and then but your choice isn't final right so you you choose and then you get to like use the um the weapon for a little while on like a respawning enemy see how you like it if you like it then keep it if not you get to, you can go switch to a different weapon try that one out see if you like that one more okay uh, yeah so that there's like a a, a big sword like a great sword type of weapon then they had these like dual blades then they had and a, i know i saw a hammer a hammer yeah mm -hmm. um and so then when, once you do that then you get put pretty quickly into a, a boss fight um but what they were saying is that the weapons each have their own um uh like special traits special um, traits that yeah. you can use um and then you can use them in the environment um like i know in some of the b-roll they sent us uh like with the hammer like those big um bells that the you bell, see you yeah. use the hammer for that to to um unlock different uh switches and stuff like that and um they also said that you can have up to you can have up to three weapons at a time and just swap between them um using l2 so like anybody as i <laughs> i uh, described it when we were talking to them anybody who's playing playing final fantasy 16 the way you swap between icon powers, you can swap between weapons like that. Um, oh. Which, which, which is going to come in handy because they were saying sometimes in order to um, pass a certain platforming stage or puzzle, you would need to use multiple of your weapons abilities in quick succession. Um, so you might need to like ring the bell and then use something to like swing to the next part and then, but like all very quickly. So that sort of leans into that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, there are skill trees and everything you're able to unlock. So as you go through, there's different abilities you'll be able to get, um, whether it be for your weapons, traversal, health upgrades, stuff like that. Um, they were saying when they were out in um, New York for their other playtest that nobody was really messing with the upgrades or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but game is good. Think of it um, like in the difficulty aspect. Um, like you have a couple healing items that you're able to to use, and that they don't come back unless you uh, get to a checkpoint or anything. And then, as well as your magic bar, when you die, and so we like because of the souls aspect, we were asking like, okay, what is the penalty when you die? Because you can go back and um, uh, to the spot you died at, like souls, and pick up um, the items and all that. But um, as you die there's a cor there's corruption that begins to add on to your um, to your mp bar and so you can it can be decreased by at least a good 75 percent um and the only way to gain it back you have to go to um there are special locations you go to to talk to confessors that pretty much like you go to a confessional talk to them you get your mp back um that's the only way to do it so instead of an item you have to go to these special npcs 
Um, initially, they're talking about, oh, you need to go around, kill uh, kill special bosses and everything, and they mark them on the... like it. You're able to bring up a Metroidvania map, and it will show you the different locations that they're in, but you still have to go ahead and fill out the map. You just only have the general locations. Um, but yeah, overall, game was snappy fun to play difficult in its own regards uh there's a parry justin (laughs) (laughs) what i didn't realize is that the team on the first game was incredibly small they were saying like maybe five people i think Um, three to five people for the first team and since Um, since then obviously for this second game they've got they've got a much larger team but yeah for the first game which is pretty crazy to think about when you when you look at blasphemous one um and also the fact that they started this game from scratch. Mm-hmm. So after one, they they didn't use this any of the new assets or anything. They started on a new engine. They still um, built the game on Unity, but they were like, "Yep, we opened up Unity and hit new project, and it started from there." Oh, nice! They also have these beautiful, fully animated cutscenes as well now, and they look fucking amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So cool. And then um one thing we learned is that the inspiration for as far as like the aesthetics the mood of the game it's all based off of um like spanish culture and so lore and um folklore and all that from their own culture so it's not like you see a lot from spain out there so Mm -hmm. um definitely something different and there are certain rooms you can go into where like there was this one where you saw this giant woman holding like something like a Something like a baby, but it was like huge and a little bit disturbing. But they showed us little the inspiration bit. from it. <laughs> I know, right? And there, there's a couple different uh, shots. Uh, like it, I don't know if you looked at the B-roll at all, Cam, but mm-hmm. there there were screenshots of other other moments like that, rooms where you can see oh tight. Uh, different different things like that. Um, but they took inspiration from like Spanish movies or a different um, just just different avenues that they that they created to create this sense of dread or just like a sense of i don't know what this is but it's it's giving me information now i'm gonna leave (laughs) (laughs) they also told Um, us that they have some pretty big voice actors working on the spanish dub of the game Mm-hmm. So, like the Spanish version of Scarlett Johansson, they were saying uh, they they were throwing out all of these names, like big, <laughs> the big Spanish version of Scarlett Johansson. So, like in a movie that she, that she's acted in, right? Like the person right. who does the Spanish dub for her, yeah. Um, what were some of the That's other? Dumb. What were some of the other names that they threw out? Do you I'm remember? trying to remember the other one. Um, there was one specific that we were like, oh, um, Samuel Jackson. Be... Was that one? I don't know. It's in the no. interview. Y'all, y'all will hear it in the interview, but there were a lot of names <laughs> where we were just like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Blasphemous 2 is good. Like, I'm, I need to go through the first one now just to kind of have a better understanding and see the progression that they've done. Because uh, they've released three DLCs for um, the first Blasphemous. And so within those first three DLCs, they were already kind of learning. And so for them... Just to do a full reset and build the game up new to feel the way it does. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, also we got a chance to try out uh, Moving Out 2. If anybody is familiar with that or unfamiliar, 
imagine overcooked but the base premise is you are taking specific items from people's houses and throwing it in that moving truck doesn't matter how you do it chuck that shit out the window jump over stuff whatever um as long as it fits as long as it fits in the truck it's good um and so double the levels of the first game double the characters they're including all the characters from the first game and then you can unlock new ones as you go along uh weird different areas so they have just normal houses then you have like a whole cake island level there's where a it's just multiverse now and, yeah there's candy everywhere you can go in space into the future <laughs> cameron don't uh, know what whole cake island is hmm cameron don't know what whole cake island is you don't know what it is but if you know you know it's know candy it's, everywhere it's a one piece thing <laughs> it is a one piece i know thing. it's a one piece thing yes sir <laughs> uh but moving on to it's the fun co-op game. Uh, it's going to be cross-play as well. So up to four players, they adjust the difficulty settings based off of the how many players. But also there's plenty of um, accessibility settings. So say you're you're someone who gets anxious when you see a lot of stuff clumped up together. Um, there's a setting you can put that if you put it in the truck, it'll just disappear. So there, so you don't have to worry about the organization aspect of how you put stuff into the truck. Because when you just throw shit in there, like, everything's just piled up if you don't care and you're just trying to knock it out as fast as possible. Shit can, um, shit can roll out and stuff. That happened to us a few times where we were putting something in and then something else would fall out. Mm-hmm. And then you just got to move and readjust stuff. So if you don't want that and just once you get it to the truck, it's gone, disappeared, but you still are accomplishing the task, so you're fine. Um, there are certain items that can only be moved by multiple people. So if you wanted just to make things easier, if you just want to hurry up and rush through, you can. Um, There's like interactive, interactive sit in the stages too to like maybe help you. So like one time we activated a helper robot that you could just sort of drop it on right, the ground yeah. and the robot would take it to the truck for you. Or another thing, like one time I was like standing by this like little. Uh, I don't know. It's like it looked like kind of like a lever, but then Darren pushed the button, and then the lever span and whacked me in the air into the next place with <laughs> the box still in my hand. So it made it like quicker to get to the truck. Oh, nice. Yeah. Granted, the fire. box was still in your hand, but because it was a fragile box, as soon as you landed, it broke. <laughs> so, oh yeah. <laughs> <I don't worry. laughs> or like, there's tall, like, there's tall items, and one time we were trying to get through like a like a, a bridge or like some some kind of overhanging, and because the item was too tall, it broke as we were. Bringing it through, so then we had two items to carry instead of one. So you <laughs> you still get the points for doing it. They don't give a fuck that it's broken, but now because it's snapped in two, now you have to carry two things rather than one. Would it's really fun. Efficient way to carry certain shit. Uh huh. We're the worst movers ever, but just as long as we're half. getting it in the, <laughs> just like you want. I, I don't, don't know about the condition. This. Yeah, I don't know about the condition of how it's going to get in the truck, but it's but going to get, get in the truck. It's going to get there. <laughs> Um, that's what insurance is for, baby. That's, that's what insurance is for. <laughs> <laughs> Janky movers. They were talking about Janky there being movers. this like underlying social commentary as well about like <laughs> about how they feel <laughs> like people um, in, in that line of work and jobs like that are like underpaid and and things like that. But they said they didn't lean into it super hard because they didn't really need to. But it's it's definitely like apparent there. Uh, which yeah. I thought was pretty clever of them as well. Yeah, and then of course, um, 
there are different challenges you can do while you're going through the levels. So um, I think you can achieve up to like four or five stars. So it's it. There are extra challenges there if you want if you want to if you go if you go through a level and go. Uh, I only got two stars. We going back in because we know we could do better. Or there's specific right. challenges like finishing the stage within a certain time period, um, putting in items a certain way, uh, not breaking anything. Like just little things like that that you can achieve. Or if you just want to get through the level and get through the level, cool. Um, I think you said over 30 levels or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that um, if you go to one area and you're stuck on there or something, you can go off to another area with, with those different stages and just go that way. So it's very open, but fun game. Really fun. Um, and then we, we played one other thing, but we can't talk about that yet. So we'll talk about that another time. They also Snow. had lots of candy. Enjoyed it. Because Austra- they're from Australia, so they from had a Australia, bunch of Australia candy. From Australia, they had a lot of... I had a wagon wheel for the first time. It's smaller wagon wheels than London, apparently. <laughs> y'all wanted to... I was like, oh, London got bigger wagons, huh? So they got bigger <laughs> wheels. Bigger wagon wheels. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I still have a cherry ripe. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I, had uh, a, I had a wagon wheel. Did you eat the crunchy yet? Check it to see. I think I still got it. That shit's hella good. <laughs> the crunchy. The crunchy, yeah. They brought a bunch of Australian candies. And they had Freddos. The uh, uh, crunchy? That it was so funny familiar. listening to all these funny words that were being said between everybody. <laughs> a Cadbury crunchy. <laughs> okay, so they that have was those in Canada, too. Uh, I think it was... Fizzy, who sent uh, Deso and uh, Neo Reaper some snacks and shit, and I had a crunchy. It was pretty nice. It's smack, right? It's hella good. Yeah, that good Cadbury shit we don't get over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yum, 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 yum. Wait, so can we say what the other game was that we played, but we just can't say anything about it? I'm not even going to risk it. Okay. I'm not trying to burn no bridges, brother. You'll hear this after the 21st. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even care. (laughs) You you got five days. You can be patient. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, overall, good time. Once again, thank you for inviting us out to try out some some dope games from across the pond. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Hopefully, we should have more things to talk about soon. Uh, But yeah. That was a good time. Cam keeps putting things in notes. What the hell is Call of Duty Superpowers? So, Call of Duty is doing a crossover with the boys. Um, okay. Part of that is a couple skins. Um, so, uh, uh, hold on, let me bring up this. I actually do have this available. I'm trying to get dates, though. Come on, fucking load. Um... So, so Starlight, shut up. So, Starlight uh, skin <laughs> is coming Wednesday, uh, July 12th. Homelander skin, Sunday, uh, July 16th. And Black Noir, uh, Thursday, July 20th. Um, the characters are going to be playable, but um, there's also going to be uh, boys branding uh, beginning to pop up around uh, some of the maps. Um, you know they were mad over there at Fortnite. <laughs> right. And you were like, motherfuckers, how'd they... They got one. Got to the boys before us. We let Damn one it. slip out. <laughs> but the coolest part, right, is that there's going to be Temp V 
um, around the the maps, which if you know what Temp V is. So is this is, Warzone or just a uh, base Call of Duty? Uh, it, it just Warzone. says it just says Call of Duty. It doesn't say Warzone. Okay. So I, but I don't know. Like, sounds like Warzone. What though. in the infamous? I don't see it. Oh, me, in though. Warzone and Modern Warfare Two. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, so you can pick anyway. You can pick up Temp V, and in the boys, Temp V is something that gives someone superpowers for uh, a temporary amount of time, um, and so that works the same in Call of Duty. That if you pick up a Temp V, you could get laser vision. Um, <laughs> Call of Duty. Laser this is vision. some Fortnite ass shit, bro. It is. bro. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't intro this by saying Call of Duty's going Fortnite. <laughs> Um, I don't know what any of the other powers are. The only one that I saw was the the, the laser eyes. Mm-hmm. Watch, Fortnite's gonna get that new Superman that Jack Quid is playing as. <laughs> of course, they got that's, DC that's on lock right now. Right. I just think they're gonna get invincible before anybody else. Oh, okay, here's the fo- so there's four superpowers altogether. One is a ch- is called Charge Jump. Charge Jump allows you to make massive jumps. Um, it's just Fortnite. And you don't take any fall damage. However, you will deal splash damage to anyone or anything within a short radius of your landing spot. Um, the second one is electric shockwave, uh, like a massive EMP. Uh, this shockwave sends a powerful electrical explosion that injures operators and AI uh, combatants, as well as destroying vehicles and equipment within range. Uh, be Fortnite and Apex so badly, dog. <laughs> the third one laser vision upon activation you levitate into the air and then fire a laser beam in whatever direction you are looking <laughs> and then the last one is teleport when you use teleport uh your operator is teleported into the air above you you can then skydive away to escape yep <laughs> i can't do it this all could right have now. easily just been there uh, a devil gen <laughs> skin <laughs> a devil gin skin I honestly see devil gin doing all <laughs> lasers <shit>. teleport <laughs> electrics <laughs> all right that's that it i wonder how it'll play out so i want to better yet i want to see the reaction because this is a big shock to the standard call of duty play Absolutely, I think that's why that's why i'm so thrown off because and why i keep saying it's some fortnite apex shit because at the end of the day, Call of Duty is the most grounded, just, I'm going to yeah, shoot. Like, shoot. even yep. Apex shoot, shoot. hasn't had anything that kind of breaks the way the characters play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but the abilities all are more the, bombastic the abilities than what Call themselves Duty does, are bombastic, yeah. but it's built around, like, my thing is the game is built around those abilities, right? To where yeah, ex- you yeah. haven't introduced anything weird. Like, I remember when Fortnite did it for the first time, I think it was the Thanos thing. And that was such a shock to people's gameplay because you had this motherfucker doing dive bombs from the sky, just k- killing people. And they're like, we don't fucking, what the hell is going on? And then now it's so chaotic to the point where you got fucking people having lightsaber battles and, and lightsaber battles, throwing command waves and Kamehameha's, ODM gears, all you see is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, just like the Spider-Man swinging in uh, comparison to the Marvel uh, (laughs) Avengers game, the ODM controls in that game are surprisingly good. 
but yeah, um, and all the Attack on Titan games, I don't ever hear the ODM stuff. The only That's the one thing I don't ever we hear. We brought about. this. We talked about this before. The only time I played an Attack on Titan game where I enjoyed the ODM controls was that browser game they had with the chibi oh, characters fucking that, years yeah. ago, bro. That shit was yeah. hilarious too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're here, right? <laughs> that's what we could say about it alright and then lastly um, Limited Run had their own LG3 going on they had their own little their own E3 press comments for for upcoming uh, Limited Run titles um, I'm looking for a list of those real quick um cam any highlights for you i know for sure for me castlevania advanced collection they're going to be doing the physical release on that thank you just just give me give me give me run nut at fucking the biggest surprise for me at least el shaddai el shaddai for switch what on earth that's nice because i don't i don't i didn't see if um is it just on Switch that it's, they're releasing? A port it's port? just Switch. Just for Switch. Yeah, it's inter- yeah. really interesting. Because <laughs> a people don't know about El Shaddai in general. That is a deep cut. Like I barely. Yeah, you jogged the only memory reason with I had played one. it back in the day because I was bored, broke, and had GameFly. <laughs> and I only found out about it in recent years when I started building up my PS3 collection, and I was like, "Oh, what's this interesting-looking game?" Yeah, let's see. Yeah, El Shaddai for Switch is a big one for sure. Um, let's see. They announced the Jurassic Park Classic Games Collection. That's one. They're going to be putting out specifically music for the old school TMNT games. So they're going to be um, releasing vinyls uh, for Turtles in Time and all that. Actually, no, it's more than Turtles in Time. I believe it's... All the NES games, I want to say. Oh, damn. I want to say there's different nine different titles they're going to be releasing. Um, I, might, I might have to cut it. <laughs> I just uh, need let's... to not get it in my hands and I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine when it comes to passing shit by when I see it in an online store. But if I get that bitch in my hands, for some reason I get weak. Just don't don't let them have it on fucking for purchase at PAX or anything then. Because you're screwed. Right. It's Packs. like the it's like the Persona uh, thing at at where was that day that you the, Oh, at Day of the Dead. Yeah, right, me yeah. just turn the corner, and be all like, I bought this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see some big ones. Um, Shante, they're releasing the Game Boy Advance one. The previously canceled Game Boy Advance Shante, they're releasing. That was a really interesting story about that that game. How you know it was in development and then. I forget why they said they they decided to stop development on it, um, but it was always like their dream to actually put it out. It's like an important part of the story. It's it it falls like right before Risky's Revenge. So in Risky's mm. Revenge, there's all these characters that you're just supposed to know who they are, and the reason why is because they're introduced in that in, this, in that Game Boy game. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. You sound like me talking about anything. <laughs> <laughs> true uh let's see other big ones uh chikori a uh, colorful tale that one's getting a phys- uh, physical release on playstation and switch uh like we mentioned el shaddai is coming to switch as well 
Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 Complete Edition coming to Switch. A whole lot of old school, old school, old school games. Um, what was it? I think Clock Tower was a big one. Um, old school horror game. Personally, I'm not... I know Seth and Nancy were saying that they would love seeing me stream this. I'm not so much the one for old school horror games where it's like there, there's the no defense type of stuff. You walk down the hall, <laughs> oh, Scissor Man yeah. appears, and it's like it's not like it's exactly scary per se. Like back then, because horror games were different, but to me, like ang- the anxiety-inducing effect of those games was never—it's not my cup of tea personally. Damn, there's three of these games. Clock Tower 1, 2, and 3. Is this a collection that they're dropping or no? Just the first one? I think it's just one. Oh, I think okay. just the first one. Uh, let's see. Plumbers Don't Wear Ties Definitive Edition is on the way. What is that? Because I know when they first announced this at the Besides last LRG3, <laughs> it was a big deal for people. Uh, but I've no, I don't know what it is. I don't know nothing mm-hmm. about that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midnight Fight Express getting a release colossal cave like a lot of these uh, people were excited for a lot of them and i'm over here like i don't get it <laughs> uh gargoyles remaster i mean fall like gargoyles gargoyles mm-hmm. gargoyles gargoyles oh nice uh tomba is coming back tomba hey that's dope that's dope that is that is dope yeah. I, I, i'm probably gonna buy that yeah tomba's coming back as well as the Gex trilogy. Oh yeah, the Gex trilogy. Oh, I forgot about shit. that. Okay. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah. So look at the return of Anybody these mascots. Who, who like the lizard, the gecko from back then, Secret Agent Gecko Gex. We got we got Klonoa back this year, and now we're getting fucking Gex back as well. It's the return of the mascots, baby. Mm-hmm. Tomba was out of nowhere, though. Tomba was not a name that I would have thought <laughs> would be coming back in any shape and or form. That's what but I'm... seeing Gex is funny. That's what I'm saying. Everything is, is up now. There, there's up for grabs. Like There's not, no game too outlandish that could potentially get a remake, okay? Because, Justin, if El Shaddai can get a remake, then it's still in <laughs> Bro, the cards okay, for your he- game. <clears throat> he- Hear me out. Hear me out, though. So supposedly, so Fade had sent me an article uh, specifically to me in regards to uh, potential Xenogears Xeno Ge- yeah, remake. Uh, now, Square, I... at this point, Square is one of those companies where I think anything is possible in their legacy because of how much stuff they're putting out. But doc, hear me out though. The 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 big reason why I kind of don't want a Z- Xenogears remake as much as like I I would love one. I don't think it should it, get a remake. I think it should. Just I don't get either. A... Oh, you think it should get a remaster? Yeah, just not even like a remaster. Just a port up, like how they have been doing. Like, um... mm, I don't I don't know, man. That would I feel like if you're going to do it, like you're you're gonna have to 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 do it big because. Uh, Xenogears is, is if it's remade, it would literally be probably a uh, a flagship, a flagship title, because I feel like that's how much of an impact it had. (sighs) 
So wait until Final Fantasy hypers die down and then insert. Oh, no. Bro, like, I, I, I hope so. Like, I, I know Xenogears. I know Xenogears has an impact for sure, but I don't think it's the big impact that that you were talking about personally. Because I think the biggest thing, as far as Xenogears goes, like I, I know it's huge. I'm not I'm not downplaying it at all, but from that era what do you what is the ones that are consistently talked about and unfortunately those are final fantasy compared yes. to xeno gears yes like so, uh, xeno gears was was very much over or uh overshadowed by final fantasy absolutely yeah between but i feel because that was feel between like, both seven and eight right uh or was it came out in 96 nine it came out in 96 yeah, it came out in 96. Didn't so you say the game was, seven. like, unfinished or something, Justin? What, weren't you and someone talking about yes. that in chat? Yes, yeah. yes. That's why I said it needs to be remade. Mm. Because the game, in its base form, is not complete. It's not done. Like, there's so like the game is only 75% complete. And, the, like, and that was because they were working on Final Fantasy, right? Isn't that what someone uh, was saying? So, they were both working on uh, the Final Fantasy title. Well, initially, uh, Xenogears was supposed to be called Final Fantasy. But because mm. it, I can't remember why it changed, but it was initially supposed to be called Final Fantasy. And then I think the, uh, the creators wound up changing it. Uh, oh, 98. Sorry, not 96, 98. Okay, so um, it was in between 7 and 8. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. So it, it just, it needs to be remade. It has to be remade. Like they, I, I, and personally, I hope they bring the original creators back to finish telling their story, um, because there it, it was supposed <laughs> to be so much more intricate. Like I know they're, I know they're not, but uh, I, I wish they would. I think it was supposed to be seven. Then they switched gears <laughs> for the rename. Yeah, for some mm. rename. Yep, exactly. Was that intentional or no? Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming Chase, uh, it, it it was a little bit of both, <laughs> but I don't know. I like I hope I hope it does because yeah, I said I I haven't played it before. That's the first way for me to play it. I'm okay with that. The same thing with the rumored Final Fantasy Tactics remake. I'd do that if they do the nine one. I just I just want to play nine again because that's a fucking fantastic game. So yeah, I hope they do a nine remaster. Like the big ones at this point now that Square that we need to see from Square again, Xenogears, Chrono Trigger. As much as I want it, some form of six being redone. Um, you think they'll redo six? I just like I said, I just two D three D. They doesn't have to be anything right. bombastic. Just something oh, okay, along okay, the line okay, of like okay. Bravely Default, Bravely Default just make, Octopath. Just make it pretty. Octopath Traveler Bravely Default style. Yeah. A okay. A okay with that. Um, but after the Pixel Remaxers, I'm still also right. Like, right they're like, right. you just got the first six again. Shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't somebody like, asking a for a ten remake? Was it one of you or <laughs> no? no? Fuck nobody's no. asking for a ten. That was somebody in no. chat. There was someone in chat. Nobody's <laughs> asking for a ten remake. I'm waiting for the PS5 version. And they're weird. No. Damn, they're, they're weird. The, there's no need for a 10 remake. 10 is good as is. Mm-hmm. When you say the PS5 version, you just mean like the port? Because <laughs> they, yep. port, they yeah. port it to everything? <laughs> it's been on yeah. PS2, PS3, PS4. Where's the PS5 version? It's, on, it's been on it's Xbox. On, it's on it's Switch. Download. Ten and yeah, it's on Switch. Yeah, it's, it's on PC. It's, 
it's literally everywhere. So it was supposed to be a Final Fantasy. It was supposed to be Final Fantasy Seven. They got changed to to a Chrono Trigger sequel. Wow. Than an original project. Wow. When did Chrono Cross come out? Because <laughs> I get uh, it, technically that's not a sequel, right? No. Okay. Two thousand four. Interesting. Interesting, really. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Square could do a lot. Square's in a good place right now yeah, where a... I, like I think their one stinker of the year was fucking Choco GP, which is fixed now. <laughs> there you go. And Forspoken, which won't call a stinker, but in the in the grand scheme of twenty twenty three, Forspoken was a square stinker, so Yeah. So we'll see. I heard they made it better, yeah? I haven't heard anything. The DLC, the DLC came out recently. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Besides that, I have not heard any new news from that. So I need to listen to ED, what it is. Play that game in like Japanese or something so I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> that girl's annoying, nah, annoying ass voice. Yep. I think that you can turn off the like the banter that happens oh, outside nice. of banter. <laughs> so I think like if you could turn off that banter, cool. Because I don't I don't mind it. Like that shit was annoying. I will give that game the love it deserves, and once again for my own opinions. Because after fi- playing Final Fantasy 16 and beating that, fuck all these reviews and everything. When it comes to side quests and everything, I don't care about none of that. I'm form form I'm, your own I, opinion at the end of the day. I'm so close. You are so close. I'm so uh, close. But yeah, I beat Final Fantasy 16 earlier this week. I cried an un rational amount <laughs> this like this man was late to tekken tuesday guys and this man is never late well no no to, no, no he's no, not that. without letting me know fuck that i was late for tekken tuesday because i was beating the game it no, no, took me a little saying. bit longer to hop in the call because i had to compose myself oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. like i was legitimately like glasses off like boohoo crying like i had to wi- i was wiping my eyes and shit i like I was not okay. <laughs> I was not okay after beating that game. Like, I had to sit there and stop thinking about it because I was starting to cry again the more I was thinking about it. When was the last time that you cried playing a game like that? Yeah. What was the last game? Do you remember? Walking Dead, the final season. Mm. Walking Dead, the final season. That was like happy tears. <laughs> that was like, oh my God, I'm so glad this all happened. This game, I was just like, ah. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, it hurt. it hit. It's hitting a personal level right now. <laughs> so. Bro, didn't you? Because uh, Daylight yes, was I on did. the call. Yes, yes I did. did. Yes, I did. I won't say anything more until we end up doing some kind of spoiler cast or something. <laughs> but just, just know the game is beautiful. The game is amazing. I loved it. On Final Fantasy mode right now, trying to get this platinum out the way. But yes, six, sixteen good game is good. Yeah, bro, I'm so I'm so close. Oh yeah, you're you're done by tonight, Justin. I guarantee like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. If the streets start late because you're doing that, I understand. Amen. I get it. <laughs> but all right, gentlemen. With that, any last things? Um, I think we should go around and uh, say the last game we cried at real quick before we go off. <laughs> Ooh. I know I what like mine was. Good note. I, I'm just like, go on since you brought up going. <laughs> um, mine personally, 
Uh, the last one I cried at. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> not counting my happy tears from the first boss of Sonic. Um, because that was actually a moment. <laughs> the first like, boss in Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, the first boss of Sonic Frontiers was such a like, oh my god, we finally did it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a happy tear fall. Benny tears. <laughs> Benny revealing. That shit is a whole ass anime fight. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two. I, I talk about this a mm. lot. I cried several times during that game. No, no, no. Uh, it might have been Ghost of Tsushima. Honestly, dog, that that was mine. It might have been Ghost of Tsushima. Now Ghost, that I think about it, that was mine. Was Ghost, like sixteen actually, because like I've there was a few moments in there where I got a little teary eyed. You cried already? Um, yeah, a little bit. That's what's up. Uh, but Ghost of Tsushima was the one where I, I really, I really kind of had a few tears drop. Yeah, I mean, I like <laughs> Ghost is the most impressive. Those thing. games that just, t- just squeeze right at the emotions man mm-hmm. there are sad moments i don't think it's depressing like that per me personally i don't think so but like it has it has its moments for sure what yeah. uh 16 I- or ghost no ghost ghost no it wasn't it wasn't sadness as much as it was like just understanding the pressure and conditions and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. And then being so like, deeply entrenched in what Jin Sakai is going through. Yeah. Like for me, like, and I'll say this for 16, everybody's not going to react the same way to the end of this game. Like I did like that. It's a fact. Right. Um, like I, I I'm going to wait for people to be like, Oh, get what you were crying about dog. And that'll be fine. <laughs> and I, and I completely understand that. It's just like the way the, themes and what was going on for me personally hit very hard mm-hmm. so. oh death of dom and gears of war this shit was a- oh my yeah, that was god man good times first off good to- good that times. was gears three right yeah gears two dom's scene with his where he found his wife was fucking- <sighs> yeah <laughs> bro that was depressing you want to hurt somebody you want to make a grown man cry? <laughs> Play all three Gears games. Play all three uh, Gears games. Mm-hmm. And, games. And then Judgment will make him cry because it sucks. Cam, do you have one? I tit up at the end of Nier. Yeah? That's sweet. During the end credits. Mm-hmm. That was like just... Like, did, so, let me ask you, was it like... <laughs> Was it like a waterfall? Was it like no, the single it was, man it, tier? It was like more the single man no, tier. Yeah, the single man tier. I, I teared up. I felt like oh, the I get fucking... single. Oh, those single man tears happen a lot. Just that, that <laughs> yeah. was beautiful. Yeah, that was just beautiful. that single. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly I teared up at the interactive credits because I couldn't get past the legal team. <laughs> that shit was hard. <laughs> I was getting mad gripping my controller and shit. Chase, you know what, Nier. We're not like you. You're bad at playing every other game except for Nier. You're very good at completing Nier How games somehow, How the fuck did you friend. just tear into that man in the most polite way? Because it's true. <laughs> I speak facts. You it took Chase like nine months to be do. God of War. It's crazy. I don't understand <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, shit. God of War, too. Oh. I totally forgot about God of War. Which one, first or second? 
No, this la- this latest, oh, the latest one. one. Yeah, fucking Ragnarok had me bawling. Really? Dog. So, so, I, so people like, so I mean, you guys know, like, like you know, kind of like Darren. The reason why you know sixteen probably hit you a little bit harder. Fatherhood. Mm-hmm. It's the, kind of the same reason why like, uh, like Ragnarok hit me so hard was because like there was a, a like there was a, a a dynamic between Kratos and um I want to call him Loki but I know that's his <laughs> Atreus, Atreus. Yes. yeah Atreus spoiler uh, also damn damn DD nigga how long has Rainer been out well I, that that's not a spoiler I don't care it's a fact that that's not a spoiler but also you learned about it in the first one so touch we knew about that you, uh, you say touch your ass Touch your ass. Said, hush, hush your oh. ass. That's going to be the new shit. Touch uh, your ass. Damn, don't let you say Watch you. yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> touch your yeah, ass. It's... Watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but Continue, uh, brother. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, the dynamic between uh, the two. Atreus and, and Kratos. Mm-hmm. That father-son. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, the father-son dynamic. Like, like you guys know, Like I, I don't have the best relationship with my dad. And so, like, just seeing the relationship between the two, and then like how Kratos has to, you know, yeah, how how his his progress has gone, like how how hard he was, hard, 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 and then like he gets to his son, and he's like, mm-hmm. all right, I need to protect this. And that's kid. fair. Like, and for anybody who played the original God of War games, going into this and seeing who Kratos is now and how yeah. he's a dad who's also yeah, like a dad a- who kind of like I don't know how to do this because <laughs> right, and he's fucking trying his. Best, he's trying his like best, he's legitimately yeah. trying his best like and and honestly there was so many like conversations that kratos was having with atreus where i i just i just started bawling for no fucking reason you know and it's one of those things where like like you said different things can hit you emotionally differently mm-hmm. like i might not feel the same about the end of 16 as you or it or i might feel like a bit but it probably won't hit me as hard yeah whereas like you said like when i said ragnarok you personally justin is gonna hit you the same (laughs) oh okay okay. i think he's gonna hit you the same okay fair enough Mm -hmm. um but you get you get my point i get what you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, you get my point like that's what i'm saying like you were like you were like really exactly i was was just about to say i was like me personally i was like really but then yeah i tipped up several times in ragnarok specifically towards the end of the game um yes when kratos opened the Shut the fuck up. Duh. I'm not gonna Oh I'm now not, now who's spoiling? Okay, well, not, now who's spoiling, nigga? When you say specifically No no no, I don't know what I you were gonna say, but you say towards the end of the game and then says specifically. Oh, no, you got, yeah, you did my, get too no, fucking no, specific. Fuck that was my excuse and you looked at me like I was I crazy. When Kratos opened the thing. How was That's that still too much. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, then I teared up and then also like the the sort of like final walk out where you're like just walking past everyone and they're all yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of like yeah. talking to him that okay, i teared okay. up on also person's funeral also teared up yes. there yes that was emotional yeah. as fuck yeah that that entire game was emotional in so mm-hmm. many aspects it was I, such a good game i think what it was for me on ragnarok specifically why probably some things didn't hit for me is because around the time when I was starting to like really get into it, I was it was more of a get to the finish line mm, instead no of like how I was with sixteen, where I'm just like I don't care how long I take for this. Right, I'm playing right. it at my own pace. I'm doing everything the way I want to, and so 
it's it's always like and i think this is the same thing for god of war it's the world building that they do to make you feel something for these characters mm-hmm. and god of war did a good job with that with a its story was just good at that yeah and then the side quest you do build more of those relationships also we've lived with kratos for over a decade bro bro <laughs> we've seen we've seen this man in so many different like yeah god of war specifically like i said like... can can hit differently depends on where your god of war journey started mm-hmm. yeah yeah so if you like, played back on ps2 to can, now was still banging Woo! Man. if you started off with with 2018 you're just like He's an angry dad. <laughs> He's an angry dad. Be like, nah, this ain't angry. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my Kratos was fucking. <laughs> Literally. This is a mini game. Yeah, Quarter my circle. Kratos was fucking. <laughs> Hit the sticks. Circle. <laughs> That's how we got Atreus, okay? Circle, 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 circle. That's circle, how circle. we got Atreus, right? <laughs> For real. <laughs> like have you seen those fucking uh the the i think it's a tiktok where some guy like does like the the mechanics from uh god of war like he'll he'll be like he'll like move like this and then like there'll be like a prompt and he'll be like huh huh like <laughs> that's just hella funny <laughs> like there was one where he actually like his wife was in bed and so like he goes over huh and then there's like <laughs> that's hella funny <laughs> Pan's camera to the side. No, no, dude, no, that's what no, that's what it was. That's what it was. And like the prompts came up and you heard him go, huh, huh, Y'all serious huh, about the huh. a yes, thousand chase, percent chase? Definitely. This is like the first ten minutes of, of God of War. Oh, absolutely, like, bro. This is like the one of the first things you do. And if I was and if you I was mad horny, when there was a God of War game that didn't have it. And if you were a horny when, little team like ones, me, you did it multiple yes. times. Oh, absolutely, Doug. I saved right before just so I could do it again. I was a horny little tea. And on that horny note, I think we will call this an episode. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, who's come through today oh, for Watch Live. Thank you, anybody who's out there listening. We appreciate you guys. Remember, you can follow us anywhere at Rusty Rupees or Rusty Rupees with two Ys on Twitter because Twitter's some hoes. Hoes. Uh, we're on threads now. We'll try doing more stuff on there. Oh, <laughs> shit. I got to do I got to go to that. Um, you can follow me anywhere at XXShadowKamiXX. Justin. Ninja 23 Deontay. 13Cross. Spell it out. Don't be lazy. And Cameron. At FlyRitchie. Hashtag IndieWatch. Appreciate you guys. And until next time, stay rusty. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Peace, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>